0: monster, a creature with such horrific features A lady, a bride, and a scary movie fan Some nerds and their website present This woman and her man Well hello and welcome back to the Bride of the Creature I am your host Joey G, and with me, as always, is my lovely wife Nicole. Hello. See, I knew what I was doing. Before we started, she was like, "You remember how to introduce me?" Like I've done a podcast, but well, you before. did it wrong. I so. didn't do it wrong. What do you mean? You're what was supposed, supposed to, to do?
1: say, "I'm the creature, oh. Joey G," and I, oh, and with me is the bride. So Fine. Stop. I, it no, and I'm and not going to stop and off. start it over. We'll do mm-hmm. it
0: again. Hello, <laughs> welcome to Bride of the Creature. I am the creature. Joey G, and with me is my bride, Nicole.
1: Yes, there you go. Very good. You got it right. <laughs> professional podcaster.
0: Well, I hardly say I was a professional. I was an enthusiast.
1: I think last week you called me an amateur podcaster. Well, you are
0: an amateur podcaster. but so, I'm, And
1: you just made a big mistake. Well,
0: professional implies that I'm getting paid for it, and I'm not.
1: No, you're not. There's
0: no money in this. Well, none. Hope?
1: Probably not because you screw up so much. That's
0: probably not why, actually. <laughs> Smart Alec. Oh, now you've thrown me completely off. Now I don't even know what I'm saying. Anyway, welcome back to The Brow of the Creature, the show where my uh, biggest critic over here uh, and I watch a... She just smiled. <laughs> watch a horror film and discuss it. Mm-hmm. She's biting her lips because she doesn't think this was a horror movie, but she's wrong, wrong, wrong. Anyway, the movie itself is, this week, Jigoku uh, from 1960, directed by Nobuo Nakagawa, it's uh, one of like the the cornerstones of Japanese horror. Um, this, along with the ghost story of I forget the name, but it's another film made previously by Nobuo Nakagawa. Are kind of looked at as two of the bigger uh, beginnings of of the kaidan, the ghost story in Japan.
1: You could definitely tell it's from the '60s. How do you mean? It was just a very 60s film.
0: I don't know what that means in that. that is our audience. But anyway, it was directed by Nobuo Nakagawa, written by Nobuo Nakagawa and Ichiro Miyagawa, who we saw an interview with after the movie, which was cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, that, that was pretty cool. to see nice. the doc- documentary about it being made and yeah. the people in it. And I enjoyed that people.
0: That. She enjoyed that people. That part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I don't always mention this, but I will in this case because I thought it was particularly well done. The cinematography was by Mamoru Mori- Morita. Uh, and then the the. what prince-
1: does the cinematographer do?
0: Cinematographer. <laughs> what is the cinematographer? He's the guy who. I have
1: op- a cold. The still. one who
0: films the shit. He's the guy who designs and plans all the the look with the director. The shots. Yeah, he shoots it.
1: Got it. That's what the cinematographer. The does. That's the
0: cinematographer. <laughs> uh, and then the print the main cast. Um, I only wrote down three of them, but I'm actually only going to mention two of them because really it kind of revolves around two characters, and that's Shigeru Amachi as Shiro Shimitsu who's our hero, and uh, Yoichi Numata as Tamura, who was my favorite character in the film.
1: Yes, mine too. He
0: was cool. Yes. All right, so uh, do you want to give the plot of this movie, or shall I? fuck no. (laughs) Okay.
1: Just go ahead and do it. All right,
0: so the basic plot of this movie. This movie is sort of split up into two parts. Uh, The plot of the first part taking place in what appears to be Earth, just in Japan, Uh, sort of like the modern or the... The contemporary world, and then part two in hell. What in our discussion we'll see that maybe that's not the case. Did but you
1: already tell the audience that Jigoku means? Hell? Jigoku
0: is Japanese for hell. This movie is also referred, also called the Sinners of Hell. That's uh, what it's often referred to when it was released in English. But yeah, Jigoku is the name of the film. Jigoku. So uh, this normally we try to avoid spoilers, but I mean we said this last week too. But this movie doesn't have a tremendous amount of plot, per se, that you'd have spoiled for you. And in order to have the discussion I want to have, we're going to have to talk about a lot of the things that happen.
1: You're not missing much, so... <sighs> Jesus.
0: But, uh, so there will be spoilers in this, so if you'd like to see the movie first, you can get it from Criterion on DVD, and I suspect it's probably streaming on Criterion somewhere as well, so I recommend it. But anyway, <clears throat> so we start off, uh, Shiro has just become engaged to his, uh, professor of theology's uh daughter. Lovely lady. Lovely little girl. Nice chick. Happy. Happy. Nice girl. umbrella. Like has a nice umbrella. There's lots of umbrellas in this film. Uh, and you get the uh he goes to see her and all that, blah blah blah. On the way back, he's driving with his friend Tamura, who you get the implication that he was obviously with uh Shiro's girlfriend before Shiro was. I oh didn't get that. Well you you really you didn't get that? Like he was anyway. He, you get the, uh, it's implied that he... Oh, we didn't play the trailer yet. Just the format is usually we play the trailer before we start talking about it. Listen to the trailer now! Hey, here's another
1: one.
0: 世と死の境を求め So that was the trailer, uh, but it was in Japanese, so it probably didn't help you any. <laughs> don't look at me like that. You just wasted everybody's time. No, it was it's it's cool. You like you watched the trailer. It was cool.
1: Did I think it was cool? I don't know. Did you? No.
0: You didn't think it was cool. I didn't
1: even know it was the trailer. What are you
0: retarded? Of course I'm it was the trailer. It was like
1: this movie, Goku, because it just like showed random stuff.
0: Yeah, like a movie trailer.
1: No, re- movie trailers usually have. Music that goes. There like was that. fucking music there in that! that yes, music. there
0: was! I what mean, are you talking about? I don't even about? know
1: what you just showed our audience because there was no music in the thing we
0: watched. What the fuck are you talking about? In between. Unless m- it was
1: that old lady singing badly. Like No, that was during the movie.
0: movie! You. Holy shit, woman. I'm talking about before the documentary that we watched. there was like two minutes before that. That was the trailer. Yeah, I got that. Well, apparently you didn't. It didn't have music with it. Yes, it did have music with it. What is wrong with you? It
1: sucked. It was wrong. I don't have
0: a clue what is wrong with your brain.
1: I don't know what's wrong with yours.
0: <sighs> anyway, back to the plot <laughs> of the movie. Stop giggling. It's not cute. Uh, on the way back from his girlfriend's place, uh, Tamura and Shiro accidentally run down a yakuza guy, this mobster, and kill him with their car. Uh, and they decide not to go back. Tamura talks Shiro out of going back, and they just leave him to die. Unbeknownst to them, the gangster's mother saw the car.
1: And the license plate.
0: Yeah, that's fine, yes. Saw the license plate, which enables her to figure out who the car belonged to.
1: But she doesn't report it.
0: Because her and her her, her son's girlfriend are going to try and kill the people responsible.
1: Dun-dun-dun.
0: Next up, uh, Shiro... Racked with guilt, decides to go turn himself and Tamura in, with or without Tamura's uh,
1: consent.
0: Consent, thank you. Uh, and uh, he confides in his lady friend, uh, and he insists on them taking a taxi cab, despite her de- her desire not to take a taxi. They get in the taxi, and the taxi crashes, killing her.
1: It was the slowest. Crash! I do not know how it killed anyone. It was like so, so. Oh my God! They're crashing!
0: Yes, like I said to you. At the Barely time,
1: touches the tree and she dies. The, oh my God! Smash glass everywhere!
0: Like I said before, the film was made in 1960 by a studio so that was going tell. out of business, so they didn't have fucking Michael Bay to shoot their car crashes for dumb people like you.
1: I am not dumb. I just that wasn't realistic.
0: Fucking hell uh, isn't real either, and that doesn't seem to bother you.
1: Well, okay, they had fire in hell. That's believable. A car going two kilometers crashes and kills people.
0: Oh my god, you're just such an awful human being. I don't know why I married you.
1: Excuse me.
0: (laughs) Anyway, the point is she dies, and he's even more bummed out.
1: I don't know how she dies. She dies
0: in the car accident. It doesn't matter. She dies. She's dead now. You
1: mean when it bumped the tree?
0: Yep, when it bumped the tree, she died because she was a woman. Women are weak, like (laughs) you. Anyway, uh, he gets called back to the countryside where his parents live and run a home for old people.
1: Is that what that was? Yeah, it was was like a a a retirement home. It was like a
0: hospice, yeah, but it was shitty. Yeah. Because his dad's a cunt. Yeah, he kept poisoning
1: all the old people. Well, they
0: didn't didn't keep doing it. They did that once. So anyway, uh, while there, they discover basically everybody in this movie is a horrible person who's going to go to hell. Hence the Mm -hmm. title, Sinners of Hell. Everybody in this movie sucks, and they're all going to go to hell. Uh, his dad is cheating on his mother, who's laying on her deathbed in that's the next just, room with his just mistress. It's just, it is rude. It is very, definitely rude. Very, very rude. I thought it was rude. I agree with you there. Mm-hmm. He was rude. Yeah, very rude. Very. Uh, his dad's girlfriend is just like this giggling cunt. I, I know.
1: Her. I couldn't wait for her to die.
0: Well, she did, so there you go. That's very happy. Uh, there is also a corrupt police officer, a corrupt journalist. There is... Uh, Oh, the doctor for the retirement home who knows his diagnoses are wrong but it's too much effort to get second opinion so he ends up killing more patients than he saves.
1: And the, the mom and the girlfriend of the guy who died at the beginning followed them to the farm.
0: Yeah, you see what happened was Shiro was overcome with grief from his girlfriend's death and rather than, you know, dealing with the source of his grief and turning himself in and all that jazz, he, uh, he retreats into the solace of drugs and alcohol and women And he ends up fucking this broad, who turns out to be Yoko, who was the girlfriend of the dead Yakutsa guy. And she finds out who he is when she sees his driver's license. Anyway, the point is, through a series of events, everybody ends up dead. And then the second part of the movie begins where they're all in hell. And for the next 45 minutes, we just see this incredibly cool, amazing sequence of all the different torments of hell and all kinds of crazy shit happening. And it's just fucking so amazingly well done. Those 45 minutes are awesome. You cannot deny that the actual 45 minutes with all the eight hells and all the torment is not cool.
1: It was almost
0: unwatchable. What is wrong with you? Even the gore was good.
1: The gore was okay. That guy gets sawed in
0: half by a big saw. It just,
1: it what do you mean almost unwatchable? It didn't have anything to do with the plot. That was the plot. Just to watch. It, it, you barely see the main guy in that part.
0: He's <laughs> running around looking for his daughter the whole time.
1: Yeah, that's like a small part of that. He's there the whole time. You just see random people for so long... Not random people, the people that we watched in the film. red water, splash around. First of all,
0: it's not red water. That was not water either. That was all the phlegm and pus from the the sinners themselves.
1: That was pretty gross. Yeah. But it looks And it wasn't random
0: people. It was all the people that we watched who sucked, who needed to get punished in hell.
1: Yeah, I didn't really care about them. Wow. I, I actually enjoyed the first part of the movie... Even though that part wasn't a horror film, more than the second part. Well, it was
0: definitely the setup to a horror film.
1: It just you felt like really? we watched two different, completely movies that that just got smashed together. And in the documentary, when they said that the second part is what the director actually wanted to make.
0: Not the director.
1: Not the director. No,
0: the guy they were talking about was the producer. The guy he wanted the, the the producer was the guy who commissioned Nakagawa and Miyagawa to create this film.
1: Yeah. So they should have just stuck with. One or the other, because it just felt like two completely different different things being smashed together. The first part was like a cool sort of detective, mystery, suspense thing. And then the second part was horror. That.
0: Well, okay, I hear what you're saying, but you're completely wrong.
1: No, I'm not completely wrong.
0: <clears throat> and here's why.
1: Mm-mm.
0: I am of the opinion... You're wrong. Before the movie starts, the beginning of the movie, you see... The character sitting at the edge of the River Sanzo, which is the river that you have to cross to get into hell. It's the gateway between the world of the living and the world of the dead. Before the movie starts, that's the first image we see is that river, right? Right. Then we end up cutting to him waking in class, hearing about the definitions of all the different types of hell from his theology professor. Right. And then he's joined by uh, Tamura, who appears to kind of come out of nowhere, which happens a lot in the movie. he just kind of... He, and His arrival is always uh, met with these the sound of like trains and planes and stuff, sort of suggesting that he's his own mode of transportation, right?
1: Got it.
0: Okay, and so I then all, really and then the did. hour happens, and then everyone dies, and we wake up in hell. Yes, I think that the characters are in hell from the very beginning of the movie.
1: Yeah, you've told now,
0: me that already. One of the okay, now here's some of the reasons why I think that. I think one of the things they talk about in hell is that. You see one of the, the, all the tortures are very physical and like you're being cut up and mangled and smashed and destroyed and boiled and what have you. Right. And then the psychological horror comes from then watching yourself be uh, reconstituted, made whole again, to have to have it happen all over again. So every time we see these people getting torn up and smashed and beaten and destroyed, they end up being restored at the end of it, right? So it can all happen all over again. So I think that this is probably only one of several million times that Shiro has had to relive all of this. Like, the whole movie is about Shiro's guilt, right? Right. All these bad things that happened. So to he
1: always Sh- goes back to that point in his life yeah. when they start, they hit the guy. Or- yeah, and
0: that's why those things, I think, to you seem so silly and don't seem realistic. Because they're not realistic. Because they're all a little bit heightened reality because this is hell.
1: I get that, but you can't deny that... That they're two completely different feels to this movie. Oh, absolutely,
0: they're two different feels to the movie. But they, but the first hour totally sets up the payoff of the second half.
1: No, it just it completely changed too much. No. It felt like two separate thoughts. I, I don't. I, don't, I kind of get what you're saying, mm-hmm. how they have to relive it, but it's two completely different things.
0: I I, I do not agree with you. I, I do not agree with you even a little bit. Um, I especially liked. Both of us agree that your favorite character was Tamura, right? Yeah. And uh, Tamura is sort of the dark side of everybody. He's like, he's like the little devil on Shiro's shoulder. He
1: was like Tyler Durden.
0: Yeah, kind of, yeah. Shiro is a pushover cut. and a wuss and doesn't want to take responsibility and he's just kind of weak, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Tamura is very strong and he's always pushing Shiro around. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't believe that they're separate people. And that's one of the reasons I think that
1: the whole thing takes that.
0: place in Hell. Because he's now, all he's done is externalize his dark, that's why Tamara has been with the girl before, because that was one of the things they imply is one of his sins, was to sleep with his girlfriend before, to have all his premarital sex.
1: Oh, I kind of remember that now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, as much as I'm ragging on this movie, I did enjoy watching it with you. We had <laughs> oh, a lot of fun watching it together.
0: Oh, thanks. So. I'm just, I'm flabbergasted. Do you think this is almost unwatchable? This this movie is incredible. Not,
1: I, I just meant the second part was <laughs> almost part unwatchable. That part was so
0: good! Did, okay, the visual effects in the second half of this movie. Talk about the visual effects.
1: For its time, yes, it was probably pretty good. Oh,
0: what do you mean for its time?
1: It was just like this catch This is up. so
0: much better than everything. It's not better than everything. It's so moody and the shadows and like, and all the sets are so Simple. The hell, it's just like this big black void with different colored spots. So it's all atmosphere and. I guess I just thought it was
1: overacting and.
0: Well, interesting you should say. It was too
1: dramatic for it. I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, I think that that, what you're calling overacting is sort of
1: like when he when he gets hit by the car. Oh my goodness! I've never I thought that was funny.
0: (laughs) It was a little funny, but I think part of the reason for that, Nicole, is wasn't that it was overacting or bad acting. I think that that's a type of acting that was sort of specific to Jap- Japanese films guess, at that time. Yeah, like, it comes from the tradition of kabuki, like which it. is a form of Japanese theater where everything... It, it's sort of like opera, but they're not singing. So everything's really big. And, and, and the whole film, I thought, and tell me if you agree, is that it has a very theatrical staged feel to it. Like, it feels like a lot of sequences, especially before they get into hell, feel like they're done on a stage and filmed.
1: I thought that, that more for the second part of okay. it. Okay.
0: Like and, I, I, and there
1: was a lot of singing still in this movie. Very bad old lady singing. Bad.
0: There weren't... She wasn't, like, singing a fucking song. Those were, like, religious hymns. That's why you... Like, it's not like it's a good... You even
1: s- said it was bad.
0: Well, like, yes, yeah, she's singing out of tune because she's an old lady, but she's singing these hymns. Like, it's not... It wasn't bad. It wasn't annoying. It was... It worked really well.
1: It was, like, a musical, and <laughs> it I hate musicals. It was not like a musical. It was, like, could, a bad musical.
0: Oh, you're just... I, I, I could write a book on all the ways you're wrong...
1: You just keep saying I'm wrong, but you're not disputing my point. I that am disputing your point. It was bad. You it even agree bad. with me. No, There's I don't agree of with singing. you.
0: There's not lots of singing. And There's it's lots not of bad. Singing.
1: If you want to see a musical that's a horror, but not you a horror, then you should go see this retarded. movie. Retarded.
0: Go away. No, I go actually away. thought that the music <laughs> in this movie. A- one of the things I loved most about this music movie was the music. I thought that the score, like the the background music, was lots of jazz, and it kind of. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you're not helping me now. Now you're sitting there smug. Last time I couldn't think of a word. You were there to help. Did you mean this I word? I don't know. No. The juxtaposition you mean. between sort of like the free jazz, the and the the things on screen, I thought were really cool. All right. You still haven't said anything about what you thought about, like thematically, and how these the sinners of hell and how whether or not they were in hell the whole time, and whether Tamura is the same character as Shiro.
1: I think Tamura was the same character as Shiro. Um, I think they, that your theory is interesting, that they always go Interesting, back.
0: that's what people say when they don't actually But I it.
1: still, um, there wasn't enough to suggest that to me, that they always stood over there. Oh, I forgot I think that's a that bit you of a need You have everything
0: spelled out for you all the time. Oh, Shut right. Up. No wonder we went and saw Texas Chainsaw last week.
1: I that liked that sense. movie. Oh, oh, I, liked I liked it, too. I did like
0: that movie, but there was no <laughs> potential for discussion.
1: There wasn't. I, I literally, you know. since
0: we watched this movie last night, I have done nothing but think about it. I stayed awake for another two hours there thinking wasn't about this movie. not enough
1: to think about.
0: I can't believe the words that are coming out of your mouth.
1: I mean, it was okay. I enjoyed watching it with you. It was interesting, but it was like not something I'd ever see again.
0: Well, getting back to the, um, <coughs> the theatricality I was talking about in the first half in particular. Right. Just the way that the, the scenes are staged. The camera, camera's fairly static. For most of the first half of the movie.
1: Yeah, I got that. The
0: second half of the movie, it's moving like crazy, and it's really frenetic. But the first half, the camera's pretty static. And if you look at the way the characters are positioned always, they're always positioned just the way they are on stage, where no one's standing in front of each other. They're all kind of standing in a V so that you can see every single character. Yeah, I like, got that, if you too. you go see a play, they always are talking about staging. Your, no, you're blocking this person. You're blocking this person.
1: Right. So,
0: like, it was very... Static and very theatrical. And then when we get into hell, every, all bets are off. It's all crazy and it's full of... I also think that a lot of the symbolism that was in the first and second half of the movie might have been lost on us because we're not Japanese and we don't know anything about I kind Buddhism. of thought
1: that. I thought there was maybe more to it, especially with the umbrellas, like that yeah. was so prominent throughout the movie with all the girls having these umbrellas either being opened or closed or spinning that had I knew I think that had to mean something what
0: I kind of think was that all of the women in that movie more or less were interchangeable like I think that almost all the characters in this movie in fact are interchangeable except for Shiro so I think the umbrella was more along the lines of like all these women are the same woman in a way
1: I didn't think that. all the
0: different women in his life have kind of been sp- they're all sort of one woman in this hell and they're also like there's same thing like there's the same actress who plays his girlfriend and who we later learn to be his cousin the girl he's kind of uh, more kind of flirting with when he goes to visit his parents I thought we it's learned that same, she
1: was her, the sister
0: right turns out to be a sister but at the time he just thinks she's some girl
1: right who lives he, next
0: door that he kind of thinks is cute and she looks a lot like Yukiko the girl who died
1: his fiance that died
0: exactly and at the end of the movie the last image we see is her and Yukiko standing there spinning umbrellas with lotus leaves and it's all about uh, peace of mind and and i guess the implication Catholic. being that eventually he can unlike christian hell buddhist hell you can actually work off your penance and get to leave eventually because
1: there's different levels exactly that and, was interesting yeah
0: and i also thought a big big portion of the of the imagery in the second half of the movie is towards the end when he's trying to catch his he, he it turns out he's got a kid his his girlfriend died and was pregnant and uh, she, when she got to hell, she put the baby on a lotus leaf and sent it down the river Sanzu because she didn't want it. She didn't think she could take care of it in hell. So he spends a lot of that forty-five minutes in hell trying to find this baby. It's a cute baby. It is a very cute baby. And at the end of the movie, the baby is spinning on this big wheel that he's trying to get onto. And a little tiny bit of reading of it afterwards is that supposed to be the the Buddhist wheel of life? Okay. Like so, I don't know anything about Buddhism or the wheel of life. So I'm sure there's some significance to that wheel being the wheel of life.
1: Yeah. I feel like that scene went on too long. Oh, I thought
0: it was so good. It was so, like, it was energy and everything was, it was frantic. And...
1: It just, it was like, oh, come on, get your son already. Like, <laughs> or daughter.
0: Well, I mean, I'm going to have to it assume It went around it's... and around and well, around. Well, again, Nicole, we're in hell. Like, I, I assume it was meant to be a little bit difficult.
1: I guess. And What
0: about that great moment with uh, Yukiko holding the baby above that fire wheel that's spinning as he's trying to get up there and get to her?
1: That That's went great. out a little bit long, too. Oh. <laughs> it was like, come on, already. Oh, my goodness. And it's not that I don't appreciate symbolism and oh, depth doesn't. in my movies. I just felt like this was two, you movies, went to art school. two movies smashed together I, too much. Oh,
0: no way. No, everything that happens in the first half is very important because it gets paid off in the second half. Every single one of, like, all the hints about Tamara and all the bad things that these people do get brought up and punished in the second half. Yeah. What about the cool ogres smashing people's teeth? That was cool, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Or, like, the fields of dead... Or or the one hell where all of those fucking people of hell are just doomed to run in this torrent forever. In that big, like, swirling massive I guess it was just too frenetic
1: for me. It was, like, it just had, it was too random. Too many random things going on. It was, like, this... They're running around... People's heads are on the ground. There's spikes in the When the, the people's heads
0: get ripped and the, oh, the hell with the needles sticking out? You didn't think that was cool?
1: It was all cool. It just was like 40 minutes of frenetic energy that didn't, <laughs> didn't have any prevalence to the story.
0: I almost hope that I'm wrong and that there is a God and there is a hell and that when you get there you'll be like, oh, this movie was really realistic. <laughs> How weird is it that the guy was like, this is all bullshit, thought that was amazing and the girl was like, you're gonna burn, thought it was ridiculous ridiculous
1: i've already been explaining it <laughs> i know I'm are just, you not listening i'm listening do you need I'm to just... turn on your listening ears Joey?
0: <laughs> do you say that to the preschooler i do <laughs> that's really slug <laughs> i'm so well i'm not a preschooler because i'd be like fuck you
1: <laughs> what they do it they go click and they turn them on it's really, really
0: cute. i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna not your monkey
1: well then you should just listen to me
0: can i tell you some trivia about the movie <laughs>
1: yes you can tell me trivia <laughs>
0: Okay, so, um, like I said before, Nakagawa and Miyagawa were commissioned by the producer, whose name was Okura. That was the guy we were, you thought was the director for some reason, because you weren't listening. Didn't have your listening ears on. <laughs> they were commissioned to write the script, which was supposed to be called Heaven and Hell. Uh, and once the script got turned in, Okura was mad that there was no heaven whatsoever to be found anywhere in this movie. And... Uh, Um, Miyagawa joke that well he says we'll cover Heaven in the sequel. (laughs) I liked that. I thought that that was was funny. Uh, So the movie wasn't particularly expected to be successful. Um, The Shintoho Studio, which was the studio that produced the film, sort of had a reputation for making low budget gory movies. uh, B-movies. B-movies, yeah. Just gory ghost movies and this was going to be the final Shintoho production. Because the studio was going bankrupt. Uh, Eventually Shintoho would be bought by another by Toho I believe and then but it was never really the same studio. This and Jim. yes. Uh, <clears throat> the movie has actually been remade twice, so you can actually watch two remakes of this with me, Nicole.
1: In in, Jap- in Japanese, yeah. Once in, in...
0: Excuse me, once in 1970 by Tatsumi Kumashiro, and again as a movie called Japanese Hell in 1999 by Teruo Ishii. So there's two. So now you can watch the 70s and the 90s version of this movie.
1: I wonder if they would make more sense.
0: Uh, they made it made perfect sense.
1: I did like how, in, when we watched the documentary after, that they were talking about the Western influence of talking about hell and yeah. um, paying for our sins and how that's a more Western theme.
0: Yeah, okay. I, I like cool,
1: yeah. that because they said that, that at that time um, that wasn't really prevalent in Japanese movies. They didn't look no. to the West for inspiration. Or well, anything. and in a
0: lot of the other films of this era of this style the Edo gothic as it's described in this book i was reading called introduction to japanese horror film right um and as they said in that documentary we watched all of the ghosts and supernatural elements in kaidan which is ghost movies in japan prior to this or those kind of horror films they're always really passive they don't really interact with the heroes and it's like the ghosts don't do anything bad to you they're just there the the horror is more of the passivity less unlike american horror movies where Leatherface is going to cut your face off with a chainsaw right so i thought that was interesting and mm-hmm. then the way they described um how influential movies like this were for the current like a, a new wave of japanese horror filmmakers the guys who made yes. like ringu and juon like, uh, Yes, i want to like see them. those yeah have you seen juon no
1: i've seen oh. the remix but well, the i want to the originals the remakes of the juon scarier.
0: They are, but the remakes of Juwan are actually directed by the same guy who made the originals. So the Grudge movies are actually directed by Shimizu, who made the. The Japanese. Grudge
1: movies, I, I are, like those. Movies. Are also almost unwatchable, but for different reasons because it's way too scary. I
0: really like those movies. I I can't believe you thought this was unwatchable, sweetie. Just, you're Breaking my heart. I'm
1: sorry, no, just that the just the hell part was almost unwatchable, and I did I do like that you make me watch these different movies because they are so different than what I'm used to watching. And I didn't like... It's not that I didn't like it because it's different, Just, just didn't do anything for me, really.
0: I would describe the difference between the first half and the second half of, like, if I could use the metaphor of jazz. Sure. (laughs) Thank you for saying it like that. Well, the first half is, like, you you maybe don't like jazz, but you can at least listen to it and be like, okay, this is a style of music I don't really like, but they're playing it well. And then you get to hell and it becomes free jazz which is like experimental jazz that even people who are into jazz are just like what the fuck this is hurting me. Yeah. And so like you kind of have to be prepared for that. I love free jazz and all that kind of weird shit. So I was It was just, just too long so
1: for free jazz for me.
0: That's fair. That's reasonable. And like you
1: were saying how the first one is more theatrical with all of them standing so yeah. that they're not blocking each other and stuff. It was just too different than the second part to to Be cohesive.
0: Hmm. That's interesting. It's wrong, but it's interesting. It's not wrong. You can't tell me my
1: opinion's wrong.
0: I think I just did.
1: Well, you're wrong.
0: Oh my god, you did not just say that. (laughs) Well, okay. what's What's your rating out of 10 for this film? I'm almost afraid to ask, but what is your rating out of 10? Just just hit me with it. 3 Don't, out of 10. 3 out of 10, that's exactly what I thought you were going to say. I'm Almost crushed.
1: 4. I'm sorry. Almost
0: 4. You're sweet. Thank <laughs> you, sweetie. But Nicole gives it a 3 out of 10. I give this a 9. Wow. I give this a 9. I, I thought this movie was amazing. And I, I think Will that... Will we watch it? I would, I'm would. i going to buy this movie the second it comes out on Blu-ray. It's only available on DVD from Criterion right now. But sometimes Criterion reissues their DVDs on Blu-ray. So eventually when they get around to putting Jigoku on Blu-ray... We're buying it, All and right. we're watching it again. Okay. Wow, our first disagreement—like we've agreed on the for other two movies. It's,
1: it's weird that we've agreed on the first two. It is weird. We don't usually. So no. we've done a zombie movie, a slasher movie, and I don't know what the fuck <laughs> you would call this movie.
0: An excellent movie. <laughs>
1: but next week, can I announce it?
0: Yes, we can announce next week. We'll be watching.
1: We're going to be watching Mama, a ghost movie.
0: Do you know who directed Mama? Did I know Guillermo
1: del. Oh, I can't even see his name. Guillermo del Toro produced it. Right. I don't know. I don't know who directed it.
0: So you didn't do any research?
1: You're the one who does the research. I just (laughs) get to watch the movies with you. You're the one with a notepad while we watch the movie. (laughs) I just enjoy, sit back and enjoy.
0: You're all scholarly about it. I'm sorry, I thought it would be nice to have some shit to say on a podcast where we have to talk about the movie. What? If we did this your way, the podcast would be four minutes long, Maybe would be like, I thought it was bad. <laughs> Love you. Next week on Nicole's Thoughts. <laughs> like, I don't want to take that journey.
1: Anyway, Joey made me watch the three-minute short film, Mama, that, that this movie is based on, Correct. and it is terrifying, so hopefully... Actually, I almost didn't pick this movie because it looks too scary. So if I <laughs> it's end up
0: closing—if
1: I end up closing my eyes to most of the movie, then Joey's going to have to do most of the talking.
0: So that'll be different from every other episode. A well, talk lots. <laughs> Anyway, it was directed by Andres Muschietti. I don't know. I'm assuming he's Italian or oh, he's I mean, Spanish. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. So and it's uh, you know di- produced by Guillermo del Toro, directed by Andres Machetti. It's Mama. It's in theaters now, so you can go see it.
1: I've been making all of my friends and family watch that three-minute short film because Aren't it's you, so scary.
0: You should really um, think about how lucky you are to have somebody who shows you things like that. Yeah, it's you. you. Know thank you. Yeah, I showed you that short. Yes, thank you. I but said, Hey what, Nicole, do you watch want a medal for that? I don't want a medal. I just want you to acknowledge. That I'm great. Yes, and Joey's great.
1: And I love Joey.
0: Good. That's all I ever wanted, Nicole, is your love. Shut up. <laughs> so I guess that's going to wrap us up here this week on the Bride of the Creature podcast. I'm the creature, Joey G. And, and
1: I'm the bride, Nicole G.
0: Thanks for joining us. Kissy kissy. <laughs> How could this woman ever decide? To wed this man.